I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey! 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 Right. Hey! 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 Season finale, we got Candace in the house, Danny in the house, Paris in the house, Haley, Haley in the house. Come on. <laughs> Woo, finale. <guys. laughs> it's the finale. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there is the music. <laughs> I'm very confused because I'm hearing background. Oh, Who, oh, who's someone's got their computer chat? playing the background. So sorry, y'all. We're a little <laughs> lagged on YouTube. Haley, if you've got your YouTube up, someone's got their YouTube up. I don't know who it is, but either way, <laughs> we're talking all about the finale of Strangers Part 2. Are you all hearing the feedback too? I am. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, keep it going. We're going to try to keep going. It's got to be whoever's in live chat. Let's see. Oh, me. It was me, y'all. Oh, like whoever's in live chat. It's got to be you. It was me. I'm so sorry for the throw off, guys. That's just what we've got to work with, with the way that we're doing things with Zoom and everybody <laughs> being at home. So thank you for bearing with our weird, it was my fault. But either way, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us for the finale episode of This Is Us. I'm Candace Cruz. We're joined with our lovely panel, Danny Royce, Inside the Bad hey. Studio. And then we got the unpopular opinion, Miss Paris Rose. Hey, guys. And the other unpopular opinion last week, and this week I get to say, I told you so. Hey, uh, times two. Amy, great. Yes. One's great, too. Not yet. We were texting earlier this week, and that's why I oh, threw that in you. there. <laughs> I know. We get to finally say it, Candace, and oh, man. That's not oh, I have five, I'm sorry, Paris. You, you were there, too. You were there, too. Uh-uh. You I got and I told you so. We don't know. No, y'all two, you two have been saying the entire season that baby right. mama, that baby yes. mama was not gonna be anyone else. No, I said it could be Madison. I said she could be oh, uh, 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 see, but I still think he ends up with Sophie. Same. It's we can rewind that back. <laughs> I think y'all fault me saying can't be Madison. She can't already be pregnant. Yes. Paris and I are on the same page. I've got my theory in the works, which I'll get to when we do predictions. <laughs> that I agree that I said I acknowledge that it could be Madison after that episode, but I'm still. Hey, y'all, bye. I'm done. <laughs> I know. We, we gotta play that back, Haley. We gotta play it back. Yeah, we'll, we'll go find it. Somebody find the playback and show it to us because I believe that you all have been saying Team Sophie the entire season. That he ends yes. up with Sophie. Oh, it does end up with Sophie. Finale. <laughs> Shaking the head. Okay, right. wait. So what's everybody's overall thoughts of the finale? What are you guys feeling? Uh, Unimpressed. <laughs> Oh no! That, yeah, I thought if, I, I thought we were gonna get some more like tears, or I was gonna be so furious. I thought some strong emotion I would feel. 
I completely agree. I left the episode just kind of like, okay, this was a cute episode. It was a really well-written episode. But then again, for me, I can't even lie. I, I, it really bums me out that all the actors take to Twitter and start posting immediately after the East Coast feed because I don't know if anyone else out, out there waits until the West Coast because that's where we live. But I saw spoilers and it honestly ruined the experience for me watching the episode live because for me, I knew what was going on with Madison before I watched it. And I think that would have affected oh. me more. So I went into it a little bit already disliking the episode simply because I knew that that was the outcome there. Got it. I have to third that, you know, I just wasn't, it just wasn't there for me. I mean, I, it, like you said, it was well-written. It was nice. I had some great moments. Uh, they just heightened the hell out of that confrontation between Randall and Kevin. I was just expecting, I mean, daggers were thrown, but I was expecting some blood, somebody come for some blood, you know, I was just kind of, <laughs> I was, <laughs> it had great moments, but like you said, I didn't think it was a finale. It, it was a finale episode. Well, I guess I'm unpopular opinion because I want to be, I want to be positive for the finale. Um, it was a very well written episode. I yeah. loved um, how intricate it was. I think it was a great mirror of our opening of the season. He's an Ace Strangers Part Two. Um, you know, episode 18 is mirroring episode one, which I really enjoy. Um, it was a nice bookend. I also felt like they left us with a nice cliffhanger um, and little puzzle pieces and breadcrumbs that we can obviously try and put together. Um, I don't know. I mean, I did think that the blowout, the way that they hyped it up for so long since the moment that they were sitting in the cabin and we realized that there was a fallout, we've been waiting for like this big epic like Right. down, and I mean, it wasn't as epic as I thought it was going to be but I also felt like there were words that were dropped that were very not this is us I feel yeah. like they did throw some daggers in there that I was not expecting because normally they keep it very family nice and friendly and happy go lucky mm -hmm. even though we're crying and I don't think the things that were said were very family friendly but either way um that's pretty much the overall thought so how do we want to break it down tonight guys because we always do it by <laughs> character do we want to do it by timeline um and do it past I, timeline, present and then future i feel like each that. character had a had a good chunk of had a they good storyline so we might be able yeah. to break it down by characters and um future in the past with each character yeah all right Perfect. Well, let's start uh, with past and Rebecca and Jack, and then we'll go to present and break down the big three. Yeah. And then you break down the big three. Yeah. Sounds good. Throw some Rebecca in there, sprinkle her in throughout the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, if we go into past and we talk about Rebecca and Jack, we haven't really heard them talk a lot about baby Kyle at right. all. Um, how did you guys feel about them bringing him back up? And I think it tied in very nicely with the future and the big argument as well, you know? Right. One thing I'll say, like, like I said, mentioned before, writing was amazing during, uh, during this whole, uh, episode. And I loved how they did bring in baby Kyle because, um, to, to go back to that moment 
And I love how the whole song came with the blue skies, all that stuff. Like it just, with those traumatic experiences and that pain and that trauma, you need to revisit them and grieve them. And I think they, obviously they talked to each other, you know, they didn't know how to, they, they had these feelings. They didn't know how to really like let them out or talk to one another about it. So I just really thought that was great to also show people who's dealing with that how how best way to kind of approach that situation yeah and i can only imagine that they're feeling guilt as well because i mean this is the the mm -hmm. baby's first birthday and they obviously yeah. adore randall claim randall as their own but it's also like if we're grieving for this other child are we allowed to like love this new child like should we feel right. guilt that we have this new child that we replace kyle with like i can only imagine the mixture of emotions that are going on in their head at that like one year mark you know yeah and then i i think it's really cute that i think if it was current most people would go to a therapist for like a grief mm -hmm. counseling it's it's a big deal but they you know it's not therapy is just kindly uh recently broken a stigma and so they went to the doctor who has been giving them amazing advice since the since they've known him so i thought it was really special that they went to the doctor for help yeah and i love that sweet story that he gave us as well and that song and yeah i was just waiting for the daughter to be like madison's mom or something i was like <laughs> so here. like i got to watch my daughter walk down the aisle and fast forward and it's madison's mom and like, <laughs> this whole i know thing. it's all ties together somehow <laughs> somehow um but yeah i thought that that was a really sweet moment i mean that's pretty much all you can really say about the the past part yeah yeah and it's, it's crazy that he he experienced exactly so he could talk from experience you know instead of like like you said going to a therapist and they're just like well you know talking you through the situation he's he's actually been it in it so i thought that was a nice touch yeah and there's so many women out there that have dealt with this that we just don't talk about and i think we're just not coming to like um make it more realistic and more like right normalize it. that's the word i was looking for normalize that this happens to a lot of people it does. Hey, how are you doing down there? You've been quiet. You're just nodding. Oh, <laughs> I think this, like that whole scene, like it was just kind of like sweet for me. I kind of more or less liked how it then transferred us into what they have now brought into the storyline of Kate. So mm -hmm. that was just kind of more what it did for me. Like the moment was really sweet, but I think they just kind of were more, mostly trying to move along and make it tie into the present big three rather mm -hmm. than making yeah. that part huge in this in this episode if that makes sense yeah absolutely well before we move on to kate because it's a perfect going into kate and going into the big three um who would like to tell everyone and all of our fans what we have to offer at after Buzz tv i think paris does it so well <laughs> oh, i was gonna say Haley, take it away but um <laughs> No, I will take it away. Guys, here at AfterBuzz, we have so many after shows and clearly we're very dedicated to you super fans and we are super fans as well. We're out here still doing these after shows for your favorite dramas, comedies, uh, soap operas, everything you can think of and more. We've got an after show for it, but we wouldn't be here without you guys still hanging in there, commenting, tuning in live staying up really late, depending on what coast you're on. 
You mm -hmm. guys are amazing. You guys make us thrive and we appreciate you so much. It's been so fun, at least for me. I know I'm sure these co-hosts feel the same. It's been so fun having you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. That just made me think we've been doing this for 18 weeks, y'all. Yes. 18 weeks. Yeah, Are you wow. tired of me yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Yes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Haley, you did bring up a good point, obviously, um, where they were segueing into adoption and everything that we're now going to be seeing in present and future with Kate um, and baby Jack with the birth is now with his wife. So, I mean, how did you feel about the big three and Kate's storyline with Toby and baby Jack? I was actually really happy that the writers chose to do this for Kate. I feel like we've so far seen kind of a lot of just this almost victimized Kate and just kind of like, oh, poor Kate. Oh, Kate's storyline isn't the greatest. And I know a lot of people were kind of getting over the whole her and Toby fighting. And we were at places where it was like, is their relationship going to last? Is it not? And, and we really, as fans, were being teased whether or not their relationship was going to work out. And so to know that they've come to this mature decision and they were able to go back to the hospital, recount that day and make a mature decision as a couple together about having going through the adoption. That just for me was really special because I was mostly proud of the two of them. And it gave me hope that Kate will get her love story ending and that the two of them will last. I mean, at least that's what to me, it showed that they will make it through, through this. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely where I was wrong in predictions. I thought their arguing would lead to be, would be the start to the end. Because in the future, it's kind of alluding to the fact that they're not together. He's not wearing his ring in the future. So I thought all this fighting meant that it was not going to work out. I was really happy to see that Toby has really evolved in this being a new parent, a parent to a child that has a disability. Um, I love that he came back around. He called himself out. And Kate was also able to accept him. You know, sometimes she gives him a hard time, but she accepted that he is still here. And I, I really did like this whole circle for the, for the family. The only thing, I was going to say, the only thing that um, I remember a lot of our fans, and we kind of talked about it briefly, one of the episodes that Kate could potentially pass away at some mm. point between now and then. We know that this is about an eight-year difference from present day to the future storylines we're getting so at some point in this that could also explain why toby's not wearing a ring anymore because something could still happen to kate between now and then also i'm glad you brought up the the timeline because i was thinking to myself i was like okay wait a second everyone looks significantly aged yeah except for nikki and i'm <laughs> like how much of a timeline and then we obviously see the big spoiler alert is that they're two children and they didn't yeah. look that old. Like they looked in their eight to 10 year old range. So I was like, yeah. how much did these people age? <laughs> 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 Real quick. I was like, what's happening here? So thank you for the, the update on the, the eight year mark. <laughs> <laughs> but they still age a lot in eight years. Why do yeah. they look like that? I was like, mm. <laughs> also we haven't seen Jack, like the adult Jack baby jack as adult in yeah. this particular timeline so mm -hmm. we could technically be having 
four timelines and not realizing it yet. So that's a Ooh. very realistic way of looking at it too. Um, I liked though with Kate not throwing Toby under this like bus that she perpetually puts him under. Cause I feel like every time he tries to like genuinely do something, she finds something wrong with it or he's only doing it because she got mad at him or he's only doing it for like a reason rather than just being genuine. So I'm really glad that she just like took it and accepted it and like got back to their normal, like Toby and Kate-ness. Yeah. I mean, I've always been rooting for Toby and Kate, but I, I found it really, I was dying when he said, uh, you know, you think we'll think we'll be thinking about the same thing when we leave the parking lot. He's like, probably not. <laughs> so <laughs> but I just, I was just ready for like, but I just love their relationship. I think that they will make it like you, like Haley mentioned, there's going to be something else that might happen. Um, I was a little iffy when they, you know, decided to adopt a, a child so quickly because, you know, just getting over the hurdle of it just did. Um, so I'm interested to see how that storyline will play out. And on top of it, that Jack does have a disability. Like, exactly. Needs more care. Yeah, there's a lot more to get used to. And, you know, he's going, like it's hard enough with a one-year-old to two-year-old with another one, but then you also have a child that's blind that's going to be trying to move around within the house and not be able to do that right. on your own. And then now you have another child. So it's going to be um, a big hurdle for them. And maybe they don't make it through. Maybe they do make it through for a while and maybe they don't afterwards. Who's to say? I don't know. Before uh, they said adoption, I, for some reason, thought uh, he was going to say, like, surrogate. Because she was saying, well, I can't carry a baby. You know, I, it's a risk for me. So I thought he was going to say, well, someone else will carry it and, and maybe suggest Madison or something. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, ah. Well, oh, I was like, you better not go adoption. there because no. Kate will not have that. Mm. Well, right. the moment that she, um, he said something about like having another kid. We had already seen the fast forward with the young woman in the gallery. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. mm, maybe that's that. Uh, um, but before we get into obviously all these strangers, because I really actually want to make that a subcategory for talk about, because I want to see how you guys think they all fit in the puzzle pieces. Um, let's jump into the birthday party for baby Jack, because I feel like that's the big meat of the episode. Um, and obviously Rebecca making this big statement that she has changed her mind. Um, how do you guys feel Rebecca's feeling right now? Like, cause I think Manny Moore did a great job very subtly playing her emotions throughout this whole situation. I mean, I was bothered that she took up for Randall. Like Someone needs to put Randall in his place. I know that he is in a very fragile state of mind, but everyone acting like what what Randall's been doing is okay when Kevin's really the only one that calls him out for his ish. Like, you know, like she needed to be at this point in time, like tell him how it is, you know? And the fact that she just continuously covered for Randall, I was just like, man, this is the same old, same old. So. Uh, Yeah, I... Oh, sorry. Ladies first. I was happy to see at least Beth tried to kind of call Randall out. She brings it up saying that she doesn't think it was cool what he did, but then she's just like, but all right, I mean, you always get it right. You seem to know what you're doing, so fine. 
But I wanted uh, Beth to really dig in and tell him what she really feels. And I feel like Beth is feeling how we're all feeling. Like this was really not cool to guilt your mom into doing this for him. Yeah. But she right. doesn't really, she doesn't really go. She keeps it on the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I loved how Beth, Beth reacted to the whole situation. Now it was about to blow down. She's just like, get the kids, let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had the wives, had the kids, no. <laughs> but I, I just felt, I felt bad for uh, Rebecca doing this whole thing. Like I would feel betrayed. I would feel angry. I would. I mean, it seemed like Miguel knew like what was going on too. Uh, that's why he gave like Kevin that look. It seemed like he knew what was going on, but he was just letting it go because you know this is what her, she chose to do uh, after the fact. But yeah, I would feel I would feel horrible. I don't even know how I could sit there and and just take up for Randall like that. Um, but I expected, like we said before, it to be a bigger blowout. But and I think too, so many. I mean, I'm just trying to put myself in the like family, like nuclear family situation of like. There's right. always that one person that you know it's just easier to just let them have their way, and like rather than cause this big thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. always that one person. <laughs> That, like you don't agree with it but it's just so much easier to let it like just go over and I feel like that's how Miguel and Beth and Rebecca are feeling like we've seen so many times over and over again where Randall just forces his opinion on the situation whether it was taking Rebecca to the doctor and he was right or um the situation with like Kevin drinking whenever you know baby Jack was being born and all of these different scenarios we just see over and over again like Randall strongholding and I feel like they're all kind of like well it's going to happen again we might as well just like let it happen you know I don't know Mm. I can definitely see that but it's very frustrating to watch it really is yeah and I I don't know if this is a prediction but do we think that she ends up going like do you think this trial works because now we're thinking it's eight years in advance is is it eight years because the trial worked or because it didn't I don't think she went I, I don't know what happens, but I know that like you can live a long time with this unfortunate disease. So yeah. whether or not she the trial, like everybody is different too. Like hers may not have excelled as as you know as fast. Like it just you never know with with these type of diseases. But I will say that uh, Randall, I wanted to slap him. <laughs> I wanted to slap. <laughs> <laughs> I was over Randall this today. I was over like out of all the episodes. I think this was the one I was like, Team mm-hmm. Randall. <laughs> the three of us, the three of us have been at that point. And like, I think it's just because I am so much like Kevin in just my real life. And the fact that like, if something to me isn't right and it's not setting right, I'm going to be the one to say something. I don't care if you are going to take it the wrong way. Like if it's a thing that I want to fight for, I'm going to. And I think that then really just taking the brunt of all of this and staying true to what his mom is saying and what, you know, the rest of the family seems to want. I was really proud of him, except for the fact that I did think he crossed the line when, with the jab that he threw saying that he wishes basically that they had never adopted Randall. I was like, bruh, you're talking out of anger now. Like that oh, was, yeah. I thought that that was like the one point that I was like, whew, that was a line crossing right there. Yeah, and you saw his his uh, his facial expression. I mean, it seemed like he got it too, that yeah. he made that. But the thing is, they're both the same. Like they're both very strong opinion. They both, 
make their voices heard. It's just Randall is coming from a different place mm. and kind of more of a, he's more of a passive with it. He's really, I, I'm always surprised how he's just able to just keep his composure, let you know what he feels, but also he won't attack you. He, you know, it's very nice when he does it. That's why I love Kevin's character. One thing though, when it came to the blowout, since we're already talking about it, I think that Randall, what he said is how he really, really felt. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sitting oh, yeah. on, he had been thinking on. He had like formulated this stuff in his head for a minute. Like he was mm -hmm. fast. He was concise. He meant it. But one thing I think with Kevin is that I don't think for a minute that he actually meant what he said about them not coming home. Because even when the yeah. words were coming out of his mouth, I feel like he was just trying to say something to rebuttal and one up what Randall was saying. But Randall meant yeah. every word and I don't think Kevin meant a lot of it. I think he meant more about the stuff with like his mom and like, obviously he was angry about like the fire and situation. And as much as he says he hasn't replayed this in his head, he has about running in and trying to grab Jack. So like, I think all that was genuine. But I think he adores Randall and yeah. always has and just didn't know how to show it. I think that you know what? Okay. like a prime example of, I mean, we've all been there. I'm sure that when you're really angry about something, you just say whatever that comes to mind to intentionally yeah. hurt the other person. And that's where I think this was coming from, not from a place of truth, but just from a place of pure anger. And that's how it felt more so for me watching Kevin versus Randall was speaking from a place of truth. Right. And then also what bothered me the most about it was Randall also spoke for someone who's dead. You know, he said that our father died ashamed of you. And yes. I was like, how, how dare you speak for someone that's not even able to speak for themselves? Like, and, and that was just, that was a low blow. That was even, I think that was worse than saying like the day they brought you home. Yeah. Like that was just because he's gone he can't say anything else you know what i mean so yeah, kevin's gonna be the bigger person out of all of this i think kevin's gonna be the one that like will end up being like i mean obviously we saw in the future they're not okay still right. but i think kevin's gonna be the one that's gonna be like it's fine like mm -hmm. you know what i got bigger things to deal with moving on and, and hey guys and for what it's worth i know we had just mentioned if we thought that um Rebecca was going to go to St. Louis and um, in an, arg an article by Dan Fogelman, he did say mm. that um, in season five, we're going to get a lot more of Miguel and Rebecca's storyline and how they met and how that oh. came because the two will be living together in St. Louis. Oh, gotcha. so they is going. Yeah. So she's going. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited for that. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so just, sorry, going back to the blowout though. Yeah. So overall, you guys did not feel like that wasn't like on level 10. I, I actually felt, unless they like physically punched each other, which Kevin makes a little joke about, like, I'm not some weak man that you can sucker punch, which is kind of funny to me. Yeah, I like that. Um, that was nice. But I, I think other than actually attacking each other, I thought those were those were vicious words and enough to, to tear a brotherhood, like a brother brotherhood apart. So... I think I got everything I wanted from that fight. I'm surprised you guys see what was missing. See, to me, I think it was more just the fact of the anticipation that the writers had been building for us. Like, right. like yes. And like it to me, like their fight just felt so 
short-lived and it was like they were at this like they were at the boiling point already with one another so I think that's why for me the fight didn't feel as extreme like in all honesty what went down in New York and the drama of that episode with Randall acting the way he was and then the result of the way that episode ended to me that felt like a bigger fight that you're not going to talk about this one almost felt like they were getting over a hump and over a fight because they finally said their piece they took jabs at one another. It was all out on the table. So that's to me, like why it just felt like they held back. And then I think additionally was because of the scene at the end when we see, at least to me, it looked like he was rubbing Randall on his back. So I was like, oh, right. I guess this wasn't as big of a fight as they made us think it is because clearly they're fine in the future. I, I mean, I agree with you, Haley. I think too, I would still put it at like a level like eight. Yeah. Right. I mean, Listen, we've all had those fights with siblings, whether or not they've been fighting words like these, we've all been in those situations, um, I'm sure to some capacity, but this didn't feel like a fight that they couldn't come back from. Like, mm -hmm. I think I was waiting for a fight and even more fighting words than what we heard come out. Like, yeah. I felt like what I heard was going to be escalated for another, like, five minutes at least so that's that's long enough in tv time five more minutes of this or like some type of boiling when they were sitting in the back and he realizes what rebecca was regurgitating to him was exactly what randall had said i was waiting right. for him to like run out and accuse him of it and then him be like i don't know what you're talking about like some shoves thrown some more fighting words like just a little bit yeah more, like i was expecting out. it to be behind yeah, I mean, totally. if you think about it, all the all the things that they really said back and forth to each other have been said in mm -hmm. previous episodes in one way or another. So mm -hmm. I mean, the 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 staple in the coffin was obviously what Kevin had said at the end. I was never said, but I was just expecting a lot more. Like you said, Ken, it's just bring it up a little. Yeah. like I was expecting, <laughs> like you know, like them to start the fight, like with Rebecca, like. It, literally in the middle of it, her and all the flash flashbacks that we've been getting, she always was in between the two of them being like, boys, stop it. Boys, cut it out. Boys, we don't want to see this. Even in the fake, um, uh, even in the fake theory of Randall's yeah. last timeline, whatever, she even was like, boys, we don't need to do this here. This is not the place. So I thought that it was going to be something where she was directly put in the middle of the two mm -hmm. of them, having to almost physically separate them. And we were going to get the tension that it, that their relationship has put on her. And like, I just thought there was going to be more in that regard rather than it just being the two of them kind of yelling at each other from the street. Yeah, yeah. I almost wish that Beth wouldn't have taken everyone away. Yeah. I almost yeah. wish that it would have been more of a blowout where Beth would have heard some of the words that were said from, from Randall and that his kids were there and that they both lose their sense of self and everyone's around and then they have to pick up the pieces of the repercussions of what they've said yeah. by themselves. It's like, cool, we can deal with this on our own eventually and like fix it. But like if the whole family's there, people are gonna take sides and it's gonna get ugly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's more maybe that would have yeah. And something but you know it was still an amazing episode and the words that were written were great and like obviously the actors all had something to say about it which we'll talk about in a little bit um and i just uh like one last thing on it i just wish that they would have given kate a true opportunity to say her piece right. I would have been yeah. 
like a whole big three fight where obviously the worst of it was going to be between Kevin and Randall. We knew that, or even if it started between there, but I do wish that we saw some involvement from Kate because she's really kind of been dormant as far as the vision of the big three this season. So I wish that she would have been the one to step in and been like, no, because of you two, this is how it's affected me. Now it's affecting our mother. And I wish that she would have been able to provide some perspective too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that that would have done something. And obviously too, if she would have sided with Kevin, which she clearly has from what we've seen a year in advance, um, because she's with him is like, that would have torn them up even more if the two of them would have sided and it being the two biological twins against Randall, like that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. A whole other layer to it. So I mean, I don't want to rush through, obviously, the argument, because I know that that was like the huge meat of the episode. But does anyone else have anything else they want to say about it before we move on? No. Keep moving forward. Okay, let's keep going. (laughs) Let's go into the uh, future. Are we ready to fast forward into Jack? Or do we want to wait? Yeah, I was like, we have to talk about what else happened at the party. Madison. Yeah, Madison and Kevin. Yes. Well, Madison and Kevin. Clearly, that was not a big enough thing to me because I forgot about it. There's twins being born. Sorry. Thanks, Ailey. My <laughs> thing is, is there's more my thing is, though, like, she she waited to the end to tell him it was twins. <laughs> I was I like, know, by the way, I'm pregnant with twins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, tell me that first. Before I say I, I'm in all in, tell me that. <laughs> also, it's a miracle that you're even pregnant and then you're pregnant with twins. Like, right. heaven. Right. So, well, if you guys <laughs> do not remember, but when I was watching it, I was like, I was right. Okay, so I got one thing right. What, what, it is what, Madison. What with Madison, I got to pull that up and I'll text you, you guys later. What? Yes. I, said, I even no. think Haley pointed out like that they um, were talking about something pregnancy and then they showed Madison in the bed with him. And I think she even said like, oh, well, it's weird that they went from that scene to Madison being in the bed and they were talking about, it was like Kevin talking about wanting to be a dad. Yeah. And then she said like, I could see this. And I was like, I'm with you, Haley, but we don't think that she's going to be the like mom. We don't think- No, I know what it was. It was was her talking about like, oh, I'm not going to fall in love with you or anything. And it was like them teasing that, or that they were gonna date, that they were gonna fall in love. I want but, the footage. But I, I will say, footage. okay, no, we will, we'll go back because I will say <laughs> about the whole Madison thing that this is the most logical person to be pregnant. I know a lot of people have their Cassidy theories, but she is the most logical. And where I stand without getting to my actual prediction of what's gonna happen, this is how I feel like Kevin is approaching the situation. I think that he is trying to do the right thing. I think yep. at Kevin's core, he's always been someone who tries to do the right thing in the moment. I think he's going to get swept up in the moment and thus end up taking on this relationship and her too quick, too soon, and too much of a desire of his to have this epic love story and now how she's describing these babies as miracle babies and how clearly twins run in their family and he's having twins and it's all these things that seem to be right for him I think he is going to feel the most pressure and on himself especially to do the right thing step up propose to her and they will be engaged but I will leave you with what I think is actually going to happen for prediction but that's that's where my Kevin's face is uh, so pretty spot on. I think he wants it so badly. And also with the line of him being like, 
I've got to leave the past in the past. I can't keep chasing a ghost. Like all of that. I think he's almost forcing that he wants to fall in love with her. Just because like, okay, well, you know, Sophie is now like moving on with someone else. And, you know, I just, I, I'm trying to word this without giving away my thoughts, but (laughs) I will leave it at this. I don't think that they still put Sophie in this episode. Do they not have a plan for her to continue being in This Is Us? I agree. And they also threw someone else in there again too, didn't they? Cassidy. Thank which, you. Yeah. Which, by the way, so I'm in the live chat. I'm reading everyone going crazy. To not completely deter, a lot of people think because we see Nikki with the ring on his finger. Yeah. I guess I'm kind of jumping us to the future timeline. But <laughs> you did. He has a ring on his finger. And yeah. a lot of people think that when they were talking to Cassidy on the phone, she has this kind of guilty expression. And people are thinking that Cassidy and Nikki are going to be an item. Ew! I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of like where my head first went to. No! Because that's only 20-something years apart, and I've seen crazier age gaps. Yeah, yeah, don't say ew. Love is love. No. (laughs) Don't say ew. You may not like that. I mean, Nikki's very handsome. He's very handsome. I I thought that as soon as I saw the ring on his finger, I thought that too. I was like, him and Cassidy. But I was like, Really? Because she's been with Kevin too. So I'm just, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> keep it all, all in the family. Like, you've been with your nephew and the uncle. Like, that's like being with the son. All of in the family. Guys, we've clearly seen that he, Nikki doesn't age. We've learned that. So, right. <laughs> Got that much, so it's fine. Listen, Cassidy won. If that's the actual situation, she got the lotto. Yeah, she could. What you get is what you get for the next few years. <laughs> what you get is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, I mean, before we move on to the future, and we're talking about Madison, like, how did you guys feel about like her journey? Because she's going through a lot. Like, she's thirty-three. She just had her birthday. Obviously, there's there's this societal pressure to put on women, like when they get in their 30s, to like have children, and like she obviously has been wanting this, and how she made her own decision, and how much pressure she's already putting on herself with like this story that Kevin's been saying. Like, how did you guys feel about her emotional roller coaster? Because I think this is the biggest emotional roller coaster we've seen for this character ever. I think for me, it almost. I mean, it just kind of made sense. You know, they've been taking us on a journey with Madison this season and really making us see more of her personality and different thing and really developing her more for us as viewers because, you know, a couple episodes back, like we were like, okay, I like Madison. I like this side of her. And so I think by them, including her now, really inserting her into all of this, that um, it's just more about developing her as a character and we're getting to see more about her and I think that ultimately she's going to end up helping Kevin as well yeah I'm I'm happy and sad for Madison um I I loved her journey throughout these seasons she I love Madison now but it's sad that she's going through this like going to the hospital alone and feeling like she can't tell her best friend Kate well she was like Kate's rock during Kate's pregnancy so I feel like oh that's so sad that she doesn't have anyone no family no best friend 
and she felt like she didn't have a father for her babies either. Um, but I'm also very happy for her because she's had, this is like a miracle. So it's great, but I'm, I'm hoping, you know, Kevin does step up and she doesn't have to do this alone. Well, I, do, I definitely think that everybody will step up. I, I think that the only reason why those people weren't there for her is because she decided not to. And, and not for to. Reason, like, yeah. we tell ourselves these stories all the time. Like, the stories we build up in our heads are worse than, like, the actual mm-hmm. situation at the time. Yeah. Did you feel like that doctor's story needs to be put in there with the horse? And I get why they put it there to show, like, why Madison then tells Kevin, but it, was it necessary? Well, that goes into Strangers because the title of the episode was Strangers. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to be seeing a lot more of his storyline, I'm sure, because otherwise, mm-hmm. like, no point. Like, don't even have him in <laughs> right. there. He's going to come then, back like, in. Yeah. And he's the daughter, too. For no reason. And the daughter. And then, obviously, like, we have Jack's new sister. We get Haley, to see what up? What'd you say? Her name's Haley. Haley! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Was there a third one? Because I always feel like they come in threes. Am I missing someone else? Uh, No, just those. Maybe the daughter, the the horse guy, the doctor, and then... Maybe like the guy, um, Haley's friend who's like in love with her. Well, I hope so, because that's my friend Adon. Shout out to Adon Roca. He's amazing. He's also going to be on Penny Dreadful moving forward. So watch out for him on that one, which is super cool. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I don't know. I should have texted him and been like, are you going to keep going? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm interested to see where that storyline, because otherwise it's pointless. I was like, wait a second, is this going to be the ba- the doctor that delivers Jack's baby or something? Trying to make some light of it. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, well, think about how long it was. I feel like that's how we were with Cassidy too. Like we kind of knew who she was involved with and where her storyline would fall, but we were still like, it was a minute before we actually yeah. understood Cassidy's purpose. So we also haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. Right. Um, since the last half of the season, like in la- in the fall. Yeah. So she's got to come back in somewhere. Well, I mean, I know that we're running short on time as well because we need to get our to our tearjerker and we need to get our news of gossip and predictions. So last bit with the future timeline. I finally got to the future, guys. <laughs> um, uh, how did you guys feel about the house and seeing the, the twins and Randall and Kevin's interaction? See, I took Randall and Kevin's interaction as yikes they're still not talking I, I know he like patted his back but it seemed like a well our mom is dying uh so let's you know I know we're feeling something yeah. but we're not really connecting anymore yeah, yeah that's how I took it the pretty that's much the way yeah I took it as well the live chat consensus is an agreement with you there I was just trying to be a little optimistic here <laughs> <laughs> no. we just saw Kevin we see Kevin do it all the time. You know, he, he makes the first move. He tries to rim the situation. Um, it looked like Randall wasn't having it still. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, guys. But, but it was uh, sad. It was, it, was, it was a nice little moment. You had the twins come in. And, you know, it was sad seeing Rebecca on the bed. And yeah. and then uh, Nikki was there. But we didn't we didn't see Miguel, right? No. No, Miguel. Not in that. Not in that scene. So I don't know if he's gone already or what, but we'll see. 
Also, random to throw in, just because I'm trying to, like, I'm still thinking about the horse situation and the daughter. This is, like, present timeline, right? The doctor with the horse and the daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we know that, I wonder if that, if that girl is going to have something to do with Tess. Oh, she looks for Tess. Not that, like, age matters. She does look a little young. She just also, like, I'm talking about in the fast forward, right? Oh, okay, okay. I'm just trying to like random random ideas here. Just I'm trying to throw that in because we also got to see Deja a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Malik, we haven't seen Stop either it. of them in a minute. Um, okay, well that's pretty much it for the future then. I guess yeah. they left can, me. Pretty much. Can someone explain to me? So I'm going to the future, future, future. Um, <laughs> the significance of I feel like when they said um, Jack Junior's. Uh, name or the dot like his daughter being named Hope oh. that it was like supposed oh, yeah. to be this kind of aha moment was there something yeah. that I missed about her name being Hope no I was waiting for it to be Rebecca yes yeah, so I was waiting for it to be yeah, Rebecca, I thought too. It was Rebecca too I, okay. I, I feel like Hope they is. were implying something though Haley I'm with you yes. I'm like what am I missing why why is this not a big moment for me yeah I agree yeah. I was like okay cool. maybe something cute <laughs> <laughs> maybe something we haven't yeah. seen yet so we still have to see it maybe the reason why she's hot hope hey guys this is Brianna in the booth than- over here I was just going to chime in really quickly and just say I think I thought it was a little anticlimactic because I also thought it was going to be renamed Rebecca but uh, I think they were just trying to be like oh the they always have hope no matter what like they were just yeah. showing yeah. all these that's moments it. of them always having hope so I mean there could be a person but I think that's kind of what it was if yeah. that's that, then that's just a little like type of yeah. <laughs> but a lot of, there's a lot of shows that are using the name Hope in that kind of sense. So, I mean, I could see that that would be the reason. Yeah, very possible. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll move into our tearjerker moments and then we'll go into our news and gossip. Or do I need to flip flop it? Tear, tearjerker first. Yeah. Tearjerker. We'll do tearjerker. Tear. Obviously, we're on a shortage with tissues and toilet paper so we're gonna pretend oh you're gonna use a towel or a blanket i don't know what that is but that's a blanket that are joining us for the first time or have always been here our tearjerker moments are rated from one to five one being a oh really heartwarming to a five being a (laughs) get it we don't have audio sound, so I have to make it. I have to do you it. You do it perfectly. <laughs> Who wants to start with the one to five? I will. Take it, Paris. Uh, I'm going to give it two, and I know this is a weird moment, but it's actually the blowout between Kevin and Randall. Um, of course, it's not. It's tears because that argument between siblings. I, I love my siblings. I've never had a blowout like that, but... I can feel the tension, the resentment, like holding back feelings for so long. And I just couldn't imagine that it actually made me like, oh my God, if this ever happened with like me and my brother, maybe, because we kind of battle. And it, it really, I got all of my feels like, God, this is a lot of just pent up aggression. And I felt really bad for both of them. Yeah. So yeah, two. Two. Ailey, three. I will do three. Um, 
my moment for sure was Toby and Kate in the car after deciding that they were going to adopt just the pure joy that the two of them had. And they finally were on the same page again. Like that one gave me chills. It gave me goosebumps. And especially because I want to say the order that they did the scenes was it was right after they were talking about adoption and then they flash forward or it was the scene with um, the back, the past timeline. There we go. Can't talk. And then now that they were in the car talking about it. I was like, oh, that that was my like clicking moment. And so it gave me like chills and goosebumps. And I like teared up a little because I was really happy for them. Oh, how adorbs. Uh, <laughs> my, I guess, wait, mine was, mm, uh, I guess, a two. I would say it's a two. And my moment was when Rebecca and, um, and Jack were talking about baby Kyle for the first time in mm. forever. Uh, because you know how hard that moment is and just coming together and allowing yourself to feel for that moment is extremely hard especially when you have you know three three babies now that you need to take care of you got to be strong for them however you got to allow yourself to to mourn Um, so I thought that was a very strong moment I'll get two all right I'll give a two and a half maybe three um Madison I mean I don't know there was some I forgot how big this episode was there was so much that happened in this episode Um, for me it would probably be the Madison moment where she's in with the doctor and also the time that the moment that she's talking to Kevin I can only imagine like how much courage that took and Mm -hmm. strength to be able to to go through that journey and all of the levels of emotion on top of the fact that like you're pregnant you want to have these babies are you going to do it on your own like her making that decision and like you could just tell how many layers and how much she had thought about it that it just I really felt for her so I think that that was like my moment outside of everything else you guys said because I had all those moments too oh wait I have one more tissue that gave me like three and it was because I was super proud of Kevin when he came back to Madison and when the fact that he had the emotional maturity to yeah. be able to pause the conversation with her, address it as I'm not running away from this. I am basically dealing with something else. I will come back and finish this conversation. He handled his ish with Randall, comes back, has a mature conversation with her and makes the decision that, hey, I'm going to be a man about this. I'm going to be in her life. I'm going to be in the baby's life. I'm all in. I was like, wow, we have really, really seen and evolved Kevin. And I was so, so proud of him. Do you think that if he would not have taken that pause to go finish that conversation with Randall, that he would have had the same conversation with Madison because he did say he didn't want to chase after ghosts? I think think he would have been more like, he would have been more jumbled on his words and not as clear and concise with what he wanted, which could ultimately have led in her interpreting what he was trying to say differently. Like, I think that by him being able to walk away from it, it helped him to be able to get his thoughts out clear and concisely to her. Well, guys, and we from just- what I was looking at, it was just, well, probably what I was seeing when I was watching it, just like he needed to step out anyway to process yeah. everything she's told him. And then Randall just happened to walk up. He wasn't ready for Randall at that point. And then he just, he handled everything. But yeah, like you said, Haley, truly proud of him. It was dope. Well, guys, we're running low on time, so we're going to do news and gossip real, 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 real quick, and then we'll go into predictions because we've got to wrap. So did we have news and gossip? It was just a quick look. I don't even know if we're able to show it with you guys, but... Yeah, 
basically anyone that's out there, um, it should potentially still be live. I know we're on the West Coast, but uh, Sterling K. Brown actually went live on his Instagram right after the finale aired. He had every single major cast member um, join him on his Instagram live. They all chimed in broke down the episode. It was really insightful. I actually screen recorded the whole thing and it was about 30 minutes long if you have the time to watch it. Um, additionally, there's some great articles out there. Um, like we've been kind of alluding to, I know the Hollywood Reporter has an excellent one where um, Dan ends up giving more insight to what is forthcoming with the next two seasons. Um, he reminds everyone that yes, we are done after the sixth season, um, but he gives some really good insight into kind of where the show is going to be going. So exciting. Well, predictions really quick because this is the last episode. So where do you guys feel we're going? All right, I'm starting. Okay, Go. so here is my Sophie breakdown. I also, this is stemmed from the article <laughs> that I read in The Hollywood Reporter because they discussed that we're still going to go on a love story journey with Kevin that he essentially jumps to, um, he essentially like does the whole like the proposal, the engagement. And they're like, we get to that point really quickly, but he still has a lot of chapters left, which makes me think that, like I said, he's doing the right thing, that he's doing the right thing. He's getting everything done with uh, Madison that he feels he's supposed to, but in the end, his heart still wants what it wants. And Kevin always goes after what he wants. So I think him and Madison will come to a mature decision to still have the children, raise them separately. And I think Endgame is still Sophie. Danny, I'm just gonna go next. Oh, Paris. Because it's with it's with Haley. I just, Endgame, it's Sophie still. Yep. Okay. Danny. I, I think <laughs> that uh, Kevin's definitely, and uh, Kevin and Madison will uh, probably won't work out. Although the kids will be the love of his life. Hey, uh, Matt, or yeah, Sophie, no. Um, and then I think that, yeah, Rebecca's gonna go. And Miguel is going, I think we're going to see Miguel leave us. Uh, and then there was one thing I had with Toby and Kate, but I'll say that later. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I don't even know. I will definitely go into my predictions on my Instagram because I know we're running short on time. Right. I definitely think that all of these, um, these uh, storylines that were just coming in are going to be very prevalent. Otherwise, they wouldn't have brought them up at the very end of the season. So I'm really excited to see where all of those go. I don't think that he ends up with Madison in game. I don't know if he ends up with Sophie either, but I do know that like the way that he communicated with his kids where he's like, how are you? Means that he doesn't like, they're not in the household all the time. Like you would never greet your child. That was just like just there an hour ago saying, how are you? And like, it just didn't feel like they are there all the time. It doesn't mean that he doesn't, adore them. I think that those are his great love story or those two kids, but I just don't think that they are like, I think they're co-parenting for sure. But guys, that pretty much wraps up this season of This Is Us. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us. I know it's been a little crazy the last two episodes. We love you all, sending you all the positivity, health, wellness, love going into the rest of the year. And continue following us on all of our social media. My name's Candace Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And my name is Danny Royce. You can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. Also inside the Black Actors Studio. We're back next Thursday, April 2nd at 2 p.m. Don't miss it. Guys, I'm Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose. Paris with two R's. 
And for the last time, guys, we're going to miss you. I am Haley Graves. You can find me on Instagram, Haley Graves with two S's. That's H-A-L-E-Y-G-R-A-V-E-S-S. And you can find me on Twitter, Haley one Graves 2 We will see you all next season. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And if you all want to see more of our pictures, pop on over to Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.